Good morning, good morning. This is Reverend Melcina Yancey White with Yancey Family Ministries. So glad to be with you another blessed Saturday morning for this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I don't know about you, but I'm so glad he woke me up right on time. I want to start my good morning shout out starting with my loving husband, Reverend Johnny White, pastor of Olive Grove Missionary Baptist Church and good morning to our beautiful church family. Also, good morning to my honorary sponsors, Brother Larry Downey and his lovely wife, Linda. I'm excited. You know the month of May is special to me. It is the Mother's Day Mother's Day that we celebrate in May, and it's going to be next Sunday, not this Sunday, but I just praise God for it because there's so many mothers that should be honored, not just in May, but throughout the year. Amen. Well, Yancey family, we miss our mother dearly, but we celebrate the mothers in the land. Amen. And I just want to dedicate this month. I think I'm going to choose the whole month to just talk about mothers. And hopefully share some some good advice for mothers throughout the community and throughout the land, those that choose to share it. But you'll hear more about that coming up in the coming weeks. But I just want to thank God again for all the mothers and for those that have diligently kept the faith. Amen. That lived a godly life before her children and in her community. For we need those kinds of mothers that's telling us and reminding us to trust in the Lord. Amen. And to live the life before him. I I don't have much time, but I want to go into 2 Kings in honor of Mother's Day. I'm going to call it Mother's Month. Amen. And for all the women, everyone who is planting seeds into young people's lives. Amen. 2 Kings 4 and 18 through 37. Oh yeah, I have quite a few scriptures to read, but they're important scriptures. Okay. And so I'm going to start at verse 18. When the child had grown, he went out one day to his father among the reapers. And he said to his father, oh my dead, oh my head my head. The father said to his servant, carry him to his mother. And when he had lifted him and brought him to his mother, the child sat on her lap till noon, and then he died. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God and shut the door behind him and went out. Then she called for her husband and said, send me one of the servants and one of the donkeys that I may quickly go to the man of God and come back again. And he said, why will you go to him today? It is neither new moon nor Sabbath. She said, all is well. Then she saddled the donkey and she said to her servant, urge the animal on. Do not slacken the pace for me unless I tell you. So she set out and came to the man of God on Mount Carmel. When the man of God saw her coming, he said to Gehazi, his servant, look, there is the Shunammite. Run out once to meet her and say to her, all is well with you. Is all well with your husband? Is all well with the child? And she answered, all is well. 
And when she came to the mountain to the man of God, she caught hold of his feet. And Gehazi came to push her away. But the man of God said, leave her alone, for she is bitter distressed. And the Lord has hidden it from me and has not told me. Then she said, did I ask my Lord for a son? Did I not say, do not deceive me? He said to Gehazi, take, tie up your garment and take my staff in your hand and go. If you meet anyone, do not greet him. And if anyone greets you, do not reply and lay my staff on the face of the child. Then the mother of the child said, as the Lord lives and as you dis- and as yourself live, live, I would not leave you. So he arose and followed her. Gehazi went out in a, ahead and laid the staff on the face of the child, but there was no sound or sign of life. Therefore, he returned to meet him and told him the child has not awakened. Verse 32, when Elijah came into the house, he saw the child laying dead on the bed. So he went in and shut the door behind the two of them and prayed to the Lord. Then he went up and lay on the child, putting his mouth on his mouth, his eyes on his eyes, and his hands on his hand. And as he stretched himself upon him, the flesh of the child became warm. Then he got up again and walked once and back once back and forth in the house and went up and stretched himself upon him. The child sneezed seven times and the child opened his eyes. Then he summoned Gehazi and said, call this Shunammite. So he called her and when she came to him, he said, pick up your son. She came and fell at his feet, bowing to the ground. Then she picked up her son and went out. Amen. I made it through the 37 verses and I want to use as a subject. Um, This has been blessing me already. You know me. I share with you how the Lord has been blessing me in my life. So the subject I want to use, the godly fight of a mother, the godly fight of a mother. Amen. And first of all, my fight starts with knowing the source of my strength and the strength of my life. Amen. That's when the fight begins. Uh, We see mothers throughout the land, they're fighting for things. Amen. Some for the benefit of their child and the well-being of their child, and some is just fighting to have their own way, things the way they want it. Amen. But there are some godly fighting mothers in the land. Amen. And this Shunammite, Shunammite woman gives me so many powerful examples, and I have three points I want to share. I don't know if I'm going to be able to share it all in this spot, but I have the whole month to celebrate mothers and women. Amen. Thank God for that. And I'm going to just let the spirit continue to feed me as it desires and I share what I get. But a godly fight. Amen. A godly fight of a mother. Amen. Again, it starts with knowing the source of your strength and the strength of your life. I mean, it's important to know where our strength comes from, where our help comes from. We have to first acknowledge that because I know sometimes um, life get a little heavy on us and we feel like we don't have too much more to give. Amen. But there is a source. Amen. That's not of this life and it's not in this world. Amen. It's 
source is the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the source of our strength and the strength of our life. Come on, when you feel like you just can't go on any further, ah, here comes a revival in your spirit, amen, to let you know there's more work to do and my God is going to take you through it, amen. But the three points that I want to share, I'm going to start with point one on today. Point one that was in, that was powerful to me. Um, it, it, my point is, don't dwell with the problem. Amen. This is a godly fight of a mother. You can't dwell with the problem because in verse twenty one, and she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God, and she shut the door behind him and went out. Um, That spoke to me. I can't dwell in the problem. You know how we do. We cry over spilled milk. Um, When something happens, we sit there in it. Um, We suck in it. Um, We can't move past it. Um, We rewind it in our minds and we keep talking about it. But the Shunammite woman in her godly fight as a mother, um, she was telling me you can't dwell with the problem. Um, You got to put it aside because you need to go and seek the Lord's face and now I know we like to take our problems to the Lord, but sometimes we need to just leave it right there and seek the face of God. Amen. Um, Sometimes I learn to go to God and just say, thank you. Thank you for being as well as it is. Uh, I got a little chaos going on, but you know, there's a gratefulness that I feel in my spirit. But this woman was telling us, you got to leave it there. Um, I, She couldn't just keep holding the dead child in her lap and rocking. Uh, she couldn't just sit there and, and nurture the dead. Amen. But we're good for that. We'll nurture the problem. And while you're nurturing the problem, what I learned is that the enemy will get in your ear. Uh, He'll start to give you defeating thoughts because you're dwelling with the dead. Come on, somebody. You're dwelling with the problem. Come on. He'll start to feed you lies and you'll come into agreement. Uh, You'll start to feel abandoned and the brokenness and the grief will consume you if you dwell in the problem. Come on. Your frustration will build if you dwell in the problem. I pray that I'm preaching to somebody this morning. But she says she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God. That's a whole nother sermon. And shut the door behind him. She had to separate herself from the problem from her dead son. She couldn't do him any good sitting there with him and mourning him. Amen. She knew where she had to go. She knew she needed to go to the man of God. Amen. That's my first point. You can't dwell with the problem. And I had to learn that I got to walk away from it. Come on. I can't let it just keep tolling in my head. I need to go to the father about it. Come on. I can't keep getting angry and bitter about what just happened. I need to go to the father about it. Amen. And sometimes I go with him. I told you I go with him. I'm grateful. I know it's chaos and I know I'm frustrated with this, but God, you, you've been good and you are the joy. You are my joy. Amen. You are my peace. I had to separate myself. I had to stop dwelling right there. Amen. Because when you dwell there, all that consumes you is the problem. But you need the presence of the Lord. Amen. I can't get ahead of myself, but you can't dwell there. Amen. You can't keep dwelling that, running it over in your mind and replaying that movie of what happened. Grief will take you over. Come on, your brokenness will consume you. 
And so will your sadness. Amen. But this woman was in a sad place. She got a miracle. And then it was taken. It was given to her. And then it was taken away. Let me go to my second point. Amen. My second point is you can't share your distress with everyone. Amen. She was teaching me something. You can't share your distress with everyone. Come on. Everybody can't help you. And sometimes I feel when people are sharing it with everyone that they are looking for sympathy. Amen. They're not looking for anybody to, to, to fix their problem. They're looking for attention. Amen. I want you to be, I want you to be aware of my hurt. I want you to be aware of my pain. Come on. Distress means extreme anxiety, sorrow, or pain. But her response is that she didn't share it with everyone. In other words, what she did in contrary to that, she kept repeat, repeating herself. Whenever she was questioned, she said, All is well, and I believe she was speaking forth faith that she knew that if God gave it to her, amen, that if he performed the miracle and something happened, that he can do it again, amen, all is well, and if I take it a little further, when I say all is well, I know God is getting ready to manifest something else, I know something's been taken, but something's getting ready to be given as well, amen, all is well, and she was saying she can't, she can't share this with everyone. And I just want to take this in today's time. We can't wear our feelings on our sleeves, women of God. Amen. I know you've been disturbed. I know you've been talked about. I know you've been mistreated. But you can't wear that on your sleeve. Amen. That the littlest thing says to you, bring tears to your eyes. That every time somebody mistreats you, you abandon life. You abandon your post. Whoa, that just came out of heaven. You can't abandon your post for what people are doing to you. Come on, you can't wear your feelings on your sleeve that you feel like you're going to give up with everything that come against you. Opposition can't be your reason. If we can't serve the Lord if we're always, come on somebody, if we're always with our feelings on our sleeves. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Amen. Stop abandoning your post. If you're supposed to usher, I don't care what they said to you last Sunday, you be on the floor. If you're supposed to minister in song, I don't care how hard it's getting in your life, you be at your post. You be there to magnify the name of the Lord and usher in the spirit of the Lord. If you're supposed to give a word of encouragement, I don't care what they said to you last Sunday, you encourage their heart this Sunday. Do not abandon your post. Amen. Don't they don't need to know you've been hurt. Woo, that just came out of heaven. And so so often we want the pastor to know, we want everybody to know that I've been hurt. And that's okay to approach people. Amen. It's okay if somebody has offed against you. It's okay to approach them. Amen. It's okay to get it right with them. And come on, work that thing out. The Bible even tells us to do that. But you can't abandon your post. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I got through two points. Amen. Thank you for tuning in and spending time with me today. And remember today and throughout every day to rejoice and be glad. God loves you. Come back next Saturday.